to the Feed You podcast, giving you the real scoop on raising your business to new heights. Expert education, inspiration, and motivation to fuel your purpose, your passion, and your profits. Here's your host, Elisa Connor. Hello, hello. Welcome to the show. Thanks so much for tuning in. I'm glad to be back this week. I took a little breakity break last week for Thanksgiving. So for all of my listeners who are in the United States, I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. And those of you uh, who are outside of the United States, uh, thanks for tuning back in this week. So we are continuing our series of uh, the help, (laughs) help, no one is fill in the blank. And this week we are talking about your marketing emails. So help no one is opening or reading my marketing emails. And this is a struggle that a lot of people have. I'm sure if you have experienced uh, Black Friday recently in the last week, then you are fully aware of how many marketing emails go out. Um, I cannot, I think I woke up on Friday morning on Black Friday to 75 new emails. And I clear my emails out before, you know, I hit, I hit the hay at night. So there might have been a few in there, but usually before I get ready for bed, the emails are pretty well cleared out. There might be five or six, and I woke up to 75 new emails. So uh, email is a great way to get in front of people, but as you can see, there's also competition in the inbox. So I wanted to start out today's episode with some, just some, just the facts, just the stats of what's happening right now in 2021 with email marketing. Uh, open rates, the average open rate Uh, is 18%. So if you are anywhere at 20% or above, you are doing great with your open rates. Uh, Click-through rates are, the average is 2.6%. People might be like, oh my God, 2.6, that's nothing. But even with low click-through rates and low um, open rates, email still has 4,000%, it's some ridiculous amount um, of return on investment versus any other marketing that you do out there. So you still have a higher chance of conversion with your email marketing, even with those lower rates. So this, the purpose of these stats is to one, give you some assurance that if you're hitting anywhere near these targets, you're doing great, keep doing what you're doing. And if you're not, then it gives you something to reach for. So um, I know there's a lot of people out there that have no list and that's okay. We're gonna talk about that pretty soon too. Um, But if you're going to invest any time or money into your marketing, I'm going to highly recommend you're doing that by investing in growing growing your email list. So click-through rates average 2.6%. Conversion rates, that means people that buy are around 1% per 100 emails. So, that may seem really low, but you also have to take into account that 1% of 100 emails did not cost you any more um, in advertising dollars, which if you're not aware of what's going on with Facebook and the new Apple uh, privacy issues, Facebook ads are going through the roof. Um, I have several people that have marketing agencies that I have in my inner circle that uh, have told me that they are really struggling to get results for their clients, that ad prices are nearly double what they were a year ago. And so if you can get some revenue generated through your email list, you're gonna do much, much better. Um, And I'm gonna give you an example of that in just a second. 
So the unsubscribe, current unsubscribe um, rate is 0.1% is average and email bounce rate is 0.7%. So what is an email bounce rate? That's something that I get asked quite often. That means that your email is either going to an email address that doesn't exist or it's going to an email account that um, it's not spam. It just means that they aren't receiving your email for one reason or another. So it could be a server error, it could be an email address error or something like that. But 0.7% of emails on average um, are bounced. And then um, the traditional investment return for email is every $42 spent or every dollar spent, you get a $42 uh, return on investment. So that is pretty great. With all of that being said, um, one of my mentors, I'm in a conference this week, so I'm recording this in between on our breaks, but, just ran one of his most profitable launches with one video and an email. And he generated more money from that sale, from that email sale than he did from thousands and thousands of dollars spent on Facebook ads for a longer campaign. So I want you to know that email is alive and well to grow your business and to make sales and to generate profit. And so with that in mind, I wanna give you some tips. If your emails are being ignored and you aren't seeing the revenue and your numbers aren't at these uh, levels or higher that you can take a look at to help you generate more um, conversions through email. But also step number one, get your emails open so that you can get conversions. So why are your emails being ignored? Number one, straight out fact is that your headlines suck. If your headlines suck, people aren't gonna open the email. They're gonna scroll right past. Um, and most often sales emails appear salesy. So people are not gonna open that. And then the other thing about that um, is that you will find people that use the same subject line over and over and over. So don't, because people are smart. They're t- uh, 10 times more aware, I think, than they have been in the past of marketing and the ploys of marketers. And so we have to be smarter. We have to think smarter, we have to think outside the box, and we have to grab their attention in a way that matters to them, not in a way that promotes our product or service. So um, if you're selling your product, you need to ensure that you have a runway built for those people so that you're not just walking in and trying to sell something. That is the most annoying thing to me is you go and get a free download. And the next email is, hey, buy my stuff. I don't even know you yet. I don't know anything about you. I barely have had contact with you and now you want me to buy your stuff. We have to think about the customer journey and it's a very different journey if it's somebody that's warmed up to you and they've been on your list and they know you and they um, collaborate and contact you on social media or uh, at an event or whatever. That's a totally different funnel. But if it's somebody that's just finding you on the internet, downloading your free your freebie because you grab their attention and then you move right into the sale, you haven't earned the right to sell to them yet. You have to warm them up just like you would in a conversation. You're not gonna walk into a networking meeting, for example, and say, hi, buy my stuff. That's They'd be like, sorry, I'm out of here. Like nobody feels comfortable with that. Um, the other reason that your email headlines might suck is that you are not making them relevant to your audience. A lot of people, you will find this, start talking about personal um, events that happen in their life, but they never, you know, move it forward (laughs) to how it applies to their audience. 
And uh, one of the tips that I often give to my clients is when they, you know, I'll create copy for them or we'll create copy together. And um, oftentimes they'll go and rewrite it and they'll put me and my and I into the copy. And I was like, uh uh-uh, go and change every single one of those to you, your, or the. Because the more you can bring your audience and your potential customer into the conversation, the more likely they're going to move forward and want to read more, interact more, and engage more with what you have to say. Um, The other reason that they may not be opening your emails is that they're just not interested. They already have solved the problem. They've worked with someone else. They figured it out on their own. And so that is why doing a list cleanup is so important because if those people are no longer interested in your content, it's time to break up and say, see ya, thanks for uh, joining me. Maybe come back later um, or whatever it might be. But list cleanups are really a, a relevant way for you to make sure that your list is vibrant and growing and full of people that actually want to hear from you. And then uh, another reason that your emails may not be getting opened is that they are not getting your email. It's going to spam. And a lot of times people struggle with the spam filter because they have already jeopardized their reputation. And Google specifically, um, Gmail is really strict about um, their filtering. And so if your emails are showing up in spam, and a great way to do that is to have somebody go test your funnel and see where the email ends up. If it's in spam, then you need to do an even better job of um, training your subscribers to pull that email out of spam and move it into the inbox and add you as a contact. And the easier you can make that, the better. Um, And then the other reason that people aren't opening your emails is you dropped off the earth. They signed up for your email list and they haven't heard from you in six to nine months or longer. And now you're emailing them. And typically where I see this go wrong is people um, will add me to their list. I don't hear from them for six months and then they want to sell me something. And that immediately leads to an unsubscribe in my um, inbox because if you are moving in for uh, (laughs) a sale and you haven't talked to me in six months, that's the equivalent of walking into... um, you know, a coffee store and they want to upgrade you to their subscription pricing and you haven't been there in six months. So um, don't overstep the sales boundary. That doesn't mean, I mean, definitely when you move into sales mode, sell unapologetically, but you also have to earn that right before you jump in there. So that comes from an engagement and interaction and um, knowing your audience and providing value, value, value. So the second big reason that your emails are getting ignored is that you're not personalizing them. You're not taking into account who you're talking to, what their problems are, using their name. Um, And that's a fine line. Uh, You don't want to overuse it, but you do want to use it within the email if you can and make it sound like a conversation. Uh, I have a lot of people that give me feedback on my emails, positive feedback on my emails that I send out every week because they love that I make them personalized. I talk about my stories, but then I relate it to what's going on in their world. Um, And it, it all comes back to your customer. Your customer is engaging with you because they have a problem that they want solved. If you do not communicate that you understand their problem, and make your understanding relatable, you're going to have a really hard time moving them towards purchasing from you. Um, And so as I mentioned, the number one thing you can change is every I, me or my change to you, your or the, 
And um, you'll have to play with that as you're reading through your email. But I just do a search. I do um, on Mac, it's uh, control F and you can search for every I capitalize. And I try to do capitalize because otherwise it'll do every I within the document. <laughs> um, but it gives you a good uh, context of how many times you're using that word because it's really easy. And does that mean you can't use it at all? No, you may have to use it here and there, but you want to make the conversation about your client versus yourself. Um, and the more you can personalize your content based on interest areas. So say you have a client that, um, say you have an ice cream store and you have people that come in and there's one in, in Old Town Arvada where I live. And um, one of my favorite flavors that they have is root beer float. It's like root beer, and they don't have it all the time, but I'm telling you what, if they sent me an email and said, hey, we have root beer float this week, we just thought you might wanna come in and by the way, um, we are running a promotion that you can take a half gallon home if you come in this week and mention this email. That to me is like, yeah, I'll be right there. And it's not convenient for me to go to that ice cream store. It's out of the way. I have to park far away because there's it's a walking pedestrian shopping area. And so there's a lot of um, hurdles I have to overcome to go get that ice cream. But if they knew that that was the flavor that I loved more than anything in their store and they personalized my email to me saying, hey, we have your favorite flavor, you're darn right I'm gonna be there. And that could apply to any business. And so we are moving into a very saturated time in marketing and personalization of email and email content and marketing and marketing content is no longer a luxury. The more conversations you can create with your audience, the more success you're going to see. And so any way that you can gather information about people and specific information about people that enables you to personalize your marketing is going to help you um, not only stay in front of them, but to create meaningful conversation that will instigate emotion and create more urgency for them to purchase from you. And so um, when you're creating those emails, create an email like you're sending it to a coworker or a friend or even your family. Don't create an email that is so corporate <laughs> that uh, it, it's just gonna go right over their head because it's not personalized, it's boring, it's uninteresting, and it's all about you, ultimately. It's the easy way, easy way out, so. That is uh, reason number two. Reason number three is that you're not testing your emails and testing emails um, is not hard. Pretty much every software out there that I recommend, um, so that would be ActiveCampaign, ConvertKit or Kajabi enables you to test emails. And so you have multiple options that you can do when you're testing. You can test headlines, you can test actual email content. ConvertKit makes this very, very easy. So if you have not um, tried ConvertKit, it's my absolute favorite. And I will put a link below this video um, for you to try them out. I think they have a 30 day trial now, but I can't remember. But anyway, very cost effective, great for newer entrepreneurs, easy to use, lots of tutorials and um, they should be sponsoring this, this show today. <laughs> but uh, I've been with them for multiple years and I really, really, um, love that they are tuned into the email marketing world, but also are continually making improvements. And so um, if you're looking for an email service provider that is cost effective, but also has a lot of functionality, ConvertKit is your game. But you want to be able to go in and easily test your headlines. And a lot of times you'll, that, that's called A-B testing because you're testing headline A against headline B. 
and then um, it will actually send your emails uh, to a certain number will get headline A, a certain number will get headline B, and whoever's the winner out of those uh, initial sends will get the uh, most popular headline. And so that is one thing you can test. You can actually test imagery. You can test content. Um, there is all kinds of testing you can do there. And I highly recommend that you just pick one thing and test that um, and do it for a couple weeks, see what happens. So if you're gonna do headlines, test your headlines for a few weeks, see, you know, this is a great way to improve headlines um, because you're gonna, you're gonna see right away which ones resonate and which ones don't. Um, and then the other thing that I wanna put in here is that when you're testing, um, we often think of marketing as a art, an art form. Like you just, you know, you just paint it out there and it's beautiful and blah, blah, blah. But in reality, marketing is a science and it all comes down to analysis and data and numbers. And if you're not meeting your numbers and you're not reaching your goals, it's because um, something is off. And it very easily could just be one little thing that you need to tweak to improve your open rates and your click-through rates and your conversion rates from not only email, but from social media and from all of the other marketing efforts that you have out there. Um, and so when you're testing those things, it's really a good idea to have somewhere to document the things that you've tested and what worked and what worked better. Um, so that you can repeat that. And then you also get a feel for what it is your audience wants and um, what works well with them to get them interested and engaged and things like that. And it takes a little bit more work, but it's also gonna save you some time in the long run. Um, my Christmas clock is going nuts right now. So please ignore my Christmas clock playing a little tune for you. So that is what I have for you this week. The three reasons that your emails may not be getting opened and the reasons that um, you are, uh, or some ways that you can improve those things. So let me just whip through those reasons one more time. One, you need to improve your subject lines. Number two, you're not personalizing your emails. And number three, you are not doing any testing of your email headlines, graphics, content, etc. So if you have enjoyed this podcast, I would love for you to share this. And if you uh, found value in it, share it with someone who can use the information. Um, and then the other thing is that um, I would love to hear from you on what would be a great guide or supplement to help you grow your business in 2022 and do that thing that you've been putting off all of 2021 that is going to make a huge difference in revenue growth, in um, impacting more people, and, and getting your uh, product and service out to more people that need it. So thanks so much for tuning in this week. I will see you guys again next week. And in the meantime, be well, stay safe, and take care.